Hello, I'm Ramey. And I'm Beth. And this is Brother Knows Quest, the podcast where I, your host, introduce my sister to the wonderful world of tabletop role-playing games. Beth, I told you what we were talking about. Do you remember? Nope. Okay. It is this. Oh, Monster of the Week. By whom? Michael Sands. Does it say Evil Hat on there somewhere? Yes. Okay, Evil Hat. They publish a lot of good games. It's also powered by the Apocalypse Engine. You have playbooks and stuff like that. You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to go back to those for now because I uh, branched off for a little bit. What it says in the book, real quick. Most people don't believe in monsters, but they're real. When someone finds out that monsters are real, it's usually just before they get eaten. <laughs> but some people are mean enough, smart enough, crazy enough, or hurt enough that they live. And some of those survivors go on a crusade against the monsters. Could be that you make a stand and defend your hometown from everything evil that comes there. (laughs) It could be that you take to the road and hunt them down wherever you can find them. It could be that you have magic powers to put you on an even footing or that your name came up in prophecies thousands of years ago. That sounds a little boring, but you know. The one sure thing is that you aren't going to go back to your old safe life. Kind of sounds like Ash versus Evil Dead and Army of Darkness and all those. He kind of got drug into the hero thing, even though he's a bad one. This is obviously based on things like Buffy, Dresden Files, Supernatural, Sleepy Hollow kind of stuff. Obviously, I mean, you just... Oh, we're not going to... Oh, you already did. Never mind. What are you talking about? I was going to say you're not going to mention the Winchester breath. The Supernatural. Um, that's the one that really comes to mind. Uh, Dresden Files for me. I never watched Buffy, so I don't know anything about that. I know she's a vampire slayer. And there's somebody called Angel that had a spinoff. I know that much, too. In this book, the GM is called the Keeper, and everybody else is called the Hunters. There are lots of different types of Hunters. I want to go over the concepts for the kind of team you have before we get started, before I talk about a lot of the playbooks, because there's a lot of playbooks. There's some on DriveThruRPG. There's another book called Tome of Mysteries. I have the old printing of the book. I believe Tome of Mysteries and the Monster of the Week game has been folded into one new game. It's a hardcover. I'll try to find that if I put it in there. First team concept you have, Slayer and Entourage. There's a Chosen One, which is one of the playbooks you can have, and a support group. Hopefully together you can save the world. The Unexplained Case Team. The agency needs a team to handle the weird stuff regular agents don't understand. That's you. They need you to check out mysterious disappearances, fungus monsters, the alien abductions, the vampires, and everything else the regular agents can't handle. Think X-Files. I really didn't have a good example for the the Slayer and his entourage. But the Order. You're an ancient order of monster slayers. I think of the Minute Letters from Supernatural. That was the Order of Monster Slayers before the Hunters all done their thing. Mm -hmm. You find out about them later. Spoilers. Oh, and then there's the Road Tripping Hunter family. Your family trade as hunting monsters. The nomadic life, just drifting into town long enough to find and slay whatever is causing trouble. Well, it suits some of you just fine. Others, not so much. Obviously, you think of the Winchesters from Supernatural. That's the ones I think of. How about you? Yeah. Also, the Order... The one I was talking about, the Ancient Order of Monster Slayers. I think of the White Council from the Dresden Files. They're a group of... Never watched it. It's a series, but mostly it's books. The series failed after the first season. Uh, The White Council. Harry Dresden is the only wizard in the phone book of Chicago. People think he's a joke, but he does usually help people find things or fix things. And if there's something particularly nasty going on, he'll try to help the people around him. And the White Council of Mages are like the greatest wizards around. He's a member, and their job is kind of protect humanity from the supernatural stuff. That's why I think of the Ancient Order of Slayers. As most of the setting is up to the group, it's not really a setting book. The best thing to do, again, like most of these games with Apocalypse World Engine, is meant to be built on the playbooks you use. So you have ones like The Chosen, a once ordinary person who discover they have a special destiny and who has been given the power to accomplish it. The Chosen is good in a fight with some weird powers. Think of Buffy from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. 
Never watched it. I didn't either. If you want to see a Chosen get played well, try The Adventure Zone, the second season. Amnesty, I believe. That podcast, they have a Chosen played by Justin McElroy. The Crooked, they also had that. A criminal turned monster hunter, haunted by their past enemies. The Crooked is good in a social situation and has a lot of contacts. Anna Valmont from the Dresden Files. See there? I know that one. <laughs> Peter Bishop from The Fringe. I never watched that. The Divine, an agent of a higher power with a mission to fulfill. The Divine is very tough and has been granted holy powers. Castiel from Supernatural, obviously. Michael Carpenter from the Dresden Files. He is a knight of the cross. He has one of the nails from the cross in his sword. He's a holy knight, a paladin. He also is a family man. The expert, the hunter who knows all things about monsters and magic. The expert knows a lot of hidden secrets and how to find out more. And also has a well-supplied base to work with. I'm almost sure the McElroy's The Crooked also takes a few things from expert. Hmm. Yeah. Think of Bobby Singer from Supernatural. Rupert Gills from Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The Flake, a conspiracy theorist. The Flake is great at finding things out and seeing how the events of separate mysteries are connected. Agent Mulder or the Lone Gunman from X-Files. I haven't watched X-Files since it originally aired and I was little, so I don't know. I know who Agent Mulder is. The Initiate, a member of an ancient monster-slaying sect, trained to fight and use magic. The Initiate is good with magic. Their sect provides help and sometimes problems. The Wardens from the Dresden Files. The Wardens is another sect inside the White Council. They are the ones who stop evil magic users. They're the police for the White Council. This is huge spoilers. I'm spoiling a lot. It ain't really a spoiler. There's a warden immediately in the first book because Harry's on probation. The professional. You work for an agency that hunts monsters. The professional is very good in the fight and a good team player. Think Riley and the initiative from Buffy and the Vampire Slayer. Olivia Dunman from the Fringe. Dunham from the Fringe. I don't know who that person is, so I don't know how that name is pronounced. The Spell Slinger. They had one of those in Taz. A trained wizard wields powerful magic in their crusade against evil. Spell Slinger's arcane training gives them an advantage when dealing with eldritch secrets. I mean, Harry Dresden from the Dresden Files. He is the wizard in the phone book. Willow from Buffy and the Vampire Slayer in the later seasons. Spoilers, I guess. I don't know, apparently. (laughs) The Spooky. I like The Spooky, too. If you can find it in that book, it'll be good to look at. Has psychic or magical powers. These powers are strange and sinister and not completely under the Spooky's control. The Mundane. Just a normal, regular person, especially good at dealing with regular people. You meet and have to save. And at getting captured by monsters, which can be more useful than you might expect. Xander. Or Cordelia from Ruffy and the Vampire Slayer. Again, people I cannot say I know anything about. Yeah. The Monstrous. Another cool one. A monster fighting for the good guys. The Monstrous is very weird. It can have a variety of different powers based on whatever monster breed they are. Think of Angel. Oh, see there? I said that one earlier. From Ruffy and the Vampire Slayer. Bill Compton from True Blood. I never would have thought True Blood would pop up in this. Eric's better. Yeah, I agree. The Wronged. Revenge-driven and really tough. The wrong is all about killing a specific breed of monsters and protecting others as they do it. Dean and John Winchester. Who's Don? John. Dean and John. Oh, I thought you said Don. Wait a minute. Who's John? His daddy. Oh. There are some extra playbooks. If you don't mind looking, like I said, other sources, but their website, you can have these. The meddling kids. Some are fan-made, of course. Some you can. There's also rules for making your own if you look in the book. So, of course, there's a lot out there. But some other ones online and other ones are like the action scientist. Just like it says. A scientist ready for action and dealing with monsters. It's directly inspired by Atomic Robo, which is a game I've never got into, or comic series. I'm really not sure. The Big Game Hunter, an expert hunter who has decided to hunt monsters for the thrill of the chase rather than the need to protect. That sounds fun. 
Deconstructed, a built being now free of its maker, inspired by Frankenstein. It's a monster. Uh, the Exile, a monster hunter from the past who has been transported to the present day. Sounds a lot like a Winchester thing, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. The Hard Case, the toughest, hardest to kill fighter. Ray, Lily from 20 Palaces series? Or Owen Pitt from the Monster Hunter International series? Okay. The Luchador. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> A heroic masked wrestler fights to protect the innocent between matches. The luchador. All I can think of is Nacho Libre. The mad scientist. A crazy scientist who sees the errors of their way and is now working for good. So they say. Anyhow. Oh, Bethy. Let me tell you what the next one is. I'm excited. I know. I just said it. The meddling kids. Oh, you've looked in the book. I didn't know you actually flipped through it. I figured you just... Ignore everything I say half the time. I think there's something more going on here, and Old Man Smithers seems to be involved. Do I have to say where this came from? Should I say it? It's Scooby-Doo. Just in case there are the few people out there who don't know what I'm talking I can't imagine. I just, it's unfathomable. Yeah, there's something. Oh, I guess I can't say. There's got to be some religious nut that doesn't allow their child to watch Scooby-Doo. Uh, yeah. That's, that's probably that's offensive, I- and I really don't care. <laughs> because that's ridiculous. Yeah. If you don't allow your child to watch Scooby-Doo. I've seen <laughs> parents and people I know who refuse to let their spouse or their kids watch Harry Potter. So there we go. I mean, I, I know people like that. <laughs> Honestly, if you decide to publish this and we have followers that are like, well, I don't want to listen. Okay, bye. What are you doing listening to this in the first place? Yeah, if you can't? exactly. <laughs> uh, RPGs are devil worship back in the what is it, 80s. <laughs> yeah, Sheldon's so, mom said so. Yeah, so... The, I think, no, uh, by all means, follow your faith, but, okay. The summoned, a creature summoned to end the world, but has decided they do not want to do that. Thank you for changing your mind. Lots of weird powers, dangerous and hard to kill. I mean, it's Hellboy. Even if at the example, I watched the movie when it came out years ago, years and years ago. It's a good movie. Not a comic guy, so I didn't read the comics. Golly, I bet I'm losing oh, a lot I, of fans. I completely forgot it was even a comic. Yeah. We're not comic people. I'm a manga guy. I like to read manga. Yeah. The Japanese stuff. I don't know what it is about comics and me. It also has a lot to do with the fact that they've uh, they've had so many branch stories, like mm-hmm. retellings. And I just uh, and when you meet people who know a lot about it, they are just so dead set on telling you the one they think is the favorite and how it is right over the others. I don't have it in me to try to absorb all that information. So those are the base things you can find like in the book or online now they have moves like any pbta game um the hunter's basic moves are act under pressure usually a difficult or dangerous action that isn't covered by another move i should also say this is a 2d6 game it don't take a lot to play you just kind of print out your playbook and the base moves and get the 2d6s for everybody and you're set to go any PBTA game I talk about will most likely just be 2D6s. Some of them may have other dice, but most of them are D6s. Um, there's Act Under Pressure, used for any difficult, dangerous action that isn't covered by the other move. Help out, used to help another hunter do something. If you succeed, you'll give them a bonus on their task. Investigate a mystery, used to work out what kind of monster you are dealing with. What can it do, and what is it planning? Oh, golly, a curse word. Kick some ass, <laughs> used for fighting. Fighting monsters, mainly. Uh, one would hope if you're a monster hunter. I don't know. If you're the, um, what is the other one? If you are the uh, summoned, perhaps not. Oh, that is disturbing. Uh, hold on. Manipulate someone. Used to try to get someone to do something for you after you give them some kind of reason. Bethy, what did you say? This. What's, I do not like this What, is, what is it? This picture. I have no idea what's coming out of it. Mouths. 
Ew, those are mouths. Those are mouths. What about the lower half? Those look like some sort of weird insects. Lovely. I don't like the mouths. Insects I can handle. Okay. Protect someone. Do I need to explain what the action to protect someone is? It's used to save someone from danger. Yeah, it's when you have to slam on your brakes and your parent or the driver puts their arm out. Yeah. And keeps you from busting your Uh, head on the dashboard. Yeah, that's it. Protect someone. Read a bad situation. Use to work out what dangers are immediately threatening you. For instance, if you think you're walking into a trap or want to do some tactical analysis. That's a useful one. They use it a lot. Uh, Use magic. Use to cast magic spells or use uh, enchanted items in an action. Each hunter playbook has its own set of moves, which gives them their special descriptions. That's what makes them special. I will not go on to all those because I'd be here reading a lot more to you. You have ratings, like use cool to do this, use charm to do that. It's kind of like your stats and the actions are different things. So you have cool. It is how calm and collected you are. It is added to your die roll for the act under pressure and help basic moves. Tough. It is how strong you are in a fight. Things like kick some ass and protect someone is what it's added to. Now, charm is how pleasant or um, persuasive you are. <laughs> I like how they didn't add attractive, even though it's like a going trope. It adds to your die roll for the manipulate someone basic move. Sharp, it's how observant you are, like Sherlock Holmes. Um, it's used to add to the investigate a mystery and read a bad situation moves. Weird. It's how attuned to the supernatural you are. It's add to the die roll for use of magic moves. Ratings. The ratings go from negative one to plus three. You can have negative one, obviously, is bad. Plus three is phenomenal, so you could be phenomenal at cool or something. Beth, would you play this? It is a fairly simple game. Hold on. I'm writing notes. About? Topics I'm going to bring up. When? In just a second. Oh, about this? Yeah. Okay. See, I thought she was writing notes for the podcast we do, Horrific History and Hauntings. I was like, I knew it. She doesn't listen to a word I say. I do just drone on when it comes to these books because I like to talk about the setting and these don't have much setting because you build the setting. The McElroy's chose the Monongahela Forest, the dead zone. You can't allow to use cell phones and radios in, really. It makes for a better game not having cell phones, they say. Well, I'm looking at the Mongolian death worm. Oh, that weird creature. Is that the one that has lightning? Yes, it has lightning and it can spit venom that apparently burns and partially dissolves the skin. I think that's called acid. Mm-hmm. And yes, they shoot lightning bolts. They excrete lightning bolts. <laughs> and water is poisonous to them. Oh. Even though they look moist. Oh, Pethy, now you done traumatized some of our listeners. You found their phobia. <laughs> Why? Where did you find that? Did you, in, later in the book? It says creating your first mystery, and then it says an example mystery, the Mongolian deathworm attack. Okay, that's fair. See, I haven't read the book since the day I bought it in 2017. And you just, it's actually kind of interesting it's compared a very to the interesting others. Book. I bought it for a reason, but nobody who ever wants to play it. It's not, it's just a group thing. The fact we have such a small group and they all jump on D&D. And it's why I talk to you about my games. I have nothing else to do with them. (laughs) Nothing else to do with my life. (laughs) There was also, I I like the chosen checklist. I think that would make things easier. Oh, yeah. The whole game system, you just check off the thing you want. Yes. Yeah. All these games work like this. All Powered by the Apocalypse games work like that. You know that, right? Of course I don't know that. That's why we have this podcast. Yeah, but I I told you, like, in the first thing we ever done, Apocalypse World, that they just have a checklist you when you level up or pick your character they say check these amount of things or and then when you level up you can or what they call 
advancing, I think. You just check the whatever you want to carry over. And sometimes you can kind of multi-class by checking something from another playbook so you can have more than one thing. There's also one of the moves mm-hmm. called Crazy Eyes, the flake. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, the people, like the conspiracy theorists, yes. <laughs> they do have those eyes. Um, but it made me think of Sims because there's a move, a playful move, and it makes them extremely pay- playful. Yeah, cool. Mm. Like I said, there's a lot of people playing this online if you want to find it. But if you like a podcast, listen to the second season of The Adventure Zone. They play this. It's really good. There's also Tornado and Flood Wreckage. They have a setting for that. Location Maze. Motivation to confuse and separate. It is supernaturally done. It's not just natural disasters. It's done. Okay, yeah, like a fairy queen or something wants to cause havoc and cause you to get to somewhere late or something. Yeah. I think of that because I like the Dresden Files and there's fairy queens. Supernatural didn't have fairies, but once or twice, did they? Well, it says, I don't know how to pronounce that, V-R-Y-K-O-L-A-K-A-S. Vricolicus? You probably pronounced it just as well as I could. A Balkan vampire. Well, now we know what it is. Knocks once and calls for its friends and family. Anyone who answers the knock begins to suffer from a wasting disease. I think they're talking about tuberculosis. And when dead, they will rise as real koalikas. I don't know. They have bloated bodies. Their skin stretches and strains to fully recover, which I don't think there's no, there's no recovering from that. <laughs> and his penis is leaking. Oh, Beth, I think that's <laughs> called chlamydia. <laughs> All over his body? Ah, uh, he's got boobos. Yeah, yeah. He, and he's got something coming out of his mouth that looks like guts or worms or snakes or something. Could be a tongue to suck blood out. Many, oh, many tongues? That. Ew. There's lots of them. It's it's like a wad that or a big ball. That is full of horrors, isn't it? They wear the remains of whatever they were buried in. Well, I mean, that's... Apparently, he was buried in nothing. He just fell in the river. <laughs> Ugh, I Although it's partially chewed if you look closely. So it was a river, probably. A consequence of their hunger before they got out of the coffin. No, he chewed it. Ew. He ate himself and his clothes. Ew. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's gross. Yeah, yeah, it is. See, like I said, since been since 2017 that I looked in the back of the book, because I knew when I had to cover it, the best thing to do is just talk about the playbooks. When Fungal come. creatures. Oh, yes. The fungus monster. That's also kind of disturbing. There's a huge fungus mess all over this poor bear. I've seen it used in play. Monkeys. Robot monkeys. Yes, yes. Um. Okay, yeah. That's it. That's all I got. So, this sounds fun. Am it I? really was fun to eat, just look through the book, I, so I'm assuming it would probably be really fun to play, considering most of them I just flip through and say nothing, but that one seemed very interesting. Now, you know, you as a monster hunter, it is a hard job, unless you're one of the tougher, like uh, the Chosen or something like that, you are squishier, so you have to plan ahead. Or uh, fat. That's why they want you to investigate, yeah. They want you to investigate these crime scenes and all that so well, so you will learn how to fight it and plan ahead most of the time. If you don't, I mean, if Dean Winchester just walked up on a vampire or something like that and tried to get it without any weapons or any idea what it was or how it was going to act, chances are he would have died the first time. So if you're not into a mystery type game, kind of like a like that, I don't know if you would like this so much. And I think it's why our group never tried it, because they are more of the action, less thinking stuff well, at least most of them are dakota from leveling duo my co-host he is a planner like myself a lot of times it would be fun 
to play if I could get the right people. And I think you wouldn't mind playing as somebody since you do like to kind of stay out of the way most of the time when combat ensues. Mm -hmm. That's how you stay away from harm. Yeah. You run away and let them, your teammates get attacked. Yeah. I always try to find the best way to get my enemies to fight each other. I love video games that let me do that too. It's easier in D&D. I brought this up because it seems like something we kind of put into our theme on Horrific History and Hauntings, the other podcast we do. We're doing an Appalachia theme thing. And when we say uh, Appalachia theme, I think of things like Mothman and Bigfoot and the uh, Flatwoods Monster, stuff like that. What is that, by the way? It's an alien. They put it in Fallout 76 as well. It's in West Virginia. If you want to hear more about our West Virginia stuff, this is like a monster of the week kind of situation. You know, cryptids and stuff like that. I, I would put things like that in my game. If you want to hear more about the Mothman experience and stuff, we have that on Horrific History and Hauntings, which is our other podcast. If you think you would like this, I'll put the PDF from DriveThruRPG and I'll put the physical copy. It may be the new copy. I don't know if I'll put the, the old edition I have. There really is no difference, but the new edition has two books in one. That would be a better deal for you. I'll put the new editions of these games, either the PDF from DropThruRPG or the physical copy from Amazon, in the links in the description. They will be affiliate links. If you buy something, we'll get a little portion of that because we sent you their way, but it won't charge you anymore. It's just help us out some. And if you want to listen to Horrific History and Hauntings or Leveling Duo, there will be a link in the description for our website or for our YouTube channel. You can find them on either place. And if you like and subscribe, that would really help us out. Their website will have a spot for each podcast. You could donate if you wanted to donate. Also, we have a Twitter. You can tweet at me. I'll leave the link in the description. I have a TikTok, Gruesome Gaming G. If you could leave reviews on YouTube or if you have a podcast player that lets you leave reviews, that'd be helpful. Any links, affiliate links, social links, website links, all that will be in the description. Thank you for listening. I've been Ramey. And I'm Beth. And this has been Brother Nose Quest. Bye-bye.